Hi, I'm Jay Farner, CEO of Quicken Loans. 30% of Americans who are planning home improvements of $5,000 or more will pay for those renovations with a high-interest credit card. That may not be a great idea. A better idea may be to take cash out of your home with a Quicken Loans 30-year fixed-rate mortgage. The rate today on our 30-year fixed-rate mortgage is 4.125%. APR, 4.22%. Call us today at 800-QUICKEN or go to rocketmortgage.com. Rate subject to change. Pay 0.88% fee to receive this discounted rate. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. License in all 50 states. NMLS number 33. Welcome to the Masogi Method with work happiness expert Jody B. Miller. Each week, Jody interviews amazing people who have broken through huge barriers to achieve meaning, success, and happiness in their lives. For each of us, the path to lasting happiness has always been there, but it may take a Masogi to get you on it. Here's your host, Jody B. Miller. Welcome to the Masogi Method, breaking through barriers to achieve meaning, success, and happiness that lasts. I'm your host, Jody B. Miller. My guest today is a trailblazer in the world of successful startups. She has broken through some pretty big barriers in order to launch and grow her current enterprise. And if you are an entrepreneur yourself, you will learn a lot from her. Jennifer Chapin is the co-founder of Kokoko, a cannabis tea company. Jen, welcome to the Masogi Method. Thank you. It's great to be here. I appreciate it. So you and I met years ago when I made a big change in my life (laughs) and we became fast friends and I'm so grateful for that. Likewise. You never know. You never know in life. So when we first met, you had a number of potential entrepreneurial ventures on the table and you to me are just a very, very smart woman with a great business mind. What made you decide Kokoko? Um, great question. Um, sometimes I, I'm not sure if it's smart or or if I'm actually insane. So uh, <laughs> it's uh, a little bit of a little bit of uh, a little bit of everything. A little, little craziness also. Um, well, as you probably know, I'm a serial entrepreneur, and I'm just always looking for interesting ideas and collaborating with interesting people. And um, Kikoko was an opportunity that came our way, um, although it wasn't called Kikoko at the time. Um, my business partner and I, Amanda Jones, started looking at the cannabis industry about five years ago when a friend of ours had um, cancer and she was using cannabis to medicate for sleep and pain and, and nausea and, and appetite. Mm. And yeah, so on the one hand, it was it was working for her, but on the other hand, the uh, there was just no you know dosage instructions or you know the the, the products that she was taking were, were just very unreliable. Yeah. Um, and she would you know she'd be medicating with cannabis, and on the one hand it would help her with you know her various ailments, but on the other hand she would ride the crazy train as we call it, and literally be crawling to the bathroom on her hands and knees. And yeah, so she would share these stories with us and she said, you know, this has to be a better way. It says, you know, this plan is, is, you know, on the one hand is is working and it's this miracle plan, but on the other hand, I just, I can't predict what my experience is going to be like. And she planted a seed, um, like I say, about four and a half, five years ago when Amanda and I started looking at the industry and just got very, very curious and, and intrigued about it. And the more we learned, the more we just couldn't, we couldn't help ourselves and, um, wanted to provide, low reliably dosed and safe dosed products um cannabis products and that's how you know that's how the idea um was originally born was just our 
are, you know, when we saw there was really a need in the industry for, for low and reliably dosed products. So you started with the teas. Yes, we, um, we started with tea. Um, so now we actually call ourselves a, you know, health and wellness cannabis company for women. And oh, I like it. Yeah, we originally uh, initially launched with our uh, cannabis teas, our herbal, our herbal teas, one for sleep, pain, um, mood, and um, anxiety. And um, there's a... Can you tell us the names? Because I remember that the packaging is so beautiful and the names are so clever. Oh, we love our names. Um, so we have our tea for, for mood and um, kind of our happy tea. It's called Positivity. I love that. Yeah, and that has 10 milligrams of THC and five of CBD. And then we have a tea called Sensuality, which is our, our tea for libido and, and fun. fun. And, um, yeah, that's a, that's a good one. Everybody loves that one. Um, and then we have Sympathy, which is our, our tea for pain. And then our fourth tea is, is Tranquility for sleep. Oh, I love that. It's such a great play on words. I think that's so cool. How did you figure out the dosage? Uh, it was not easy. Um, we were in R&D for two and a half years. So we officially founded our company in January of 2015. And um, we went into R&D for about two and a half years. So it wasn't easy, just tons and tons of research. And that was, you know, Amanda and I, as, you know, as we were looking at the industry, we just absolutely became insatiable and, and realized that there was a, a lack of products out there that were medicating for various um, conditions. And we felt like, you know, there was a, an opportunity to create these products focusing on, on women and, de and deliver it in such a way that, um, that, you know, women that we could really normalize cannabis because prior to, you know, we got in the market, there was just really nothing on the market that was directed at women. And so we felt like if we could come up with a product that was, um, you know, medicated for, you know, various, various conditions that people, you know, complain about, but also did it in a, in a beautiful in um, approachable and fun way that we could really capture the attention of people. So, you know, we, we've, we've studied the plant and recognized there are certain ratios of the, of the cannab cannabinoids that work really well together and um, just worked with a lot of scientists to, to make sure we got the dosages correct and, and the right ratios. Hence, um, you know, the various teas, um, you know, with their various um, cannabinoid ratios. So, and then I remember you told me before that you had a sort of a machine that helps it. Is it a water soluble kind of process? Yeah, we, we have a process, um, as, as you know, that, uh, you know, oil and, and water don't mix together. So one of the reasons we chose tea was one, we knew it would be a very difficult product to do and to replicate. Um, so it'd be a very difficult R and D process, but we also knew and know that, you know, four out of people, four to five people drink tea mm -hmm. and we just know that tea in and of itself is already a ritual for, you know, the things that we're medicating, you know, for. So, um, and so the, the teas themselves, the herbal blends are, 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 um, you know, very synergistic for, you know, illness. so whether it's with, with sleep, for example, where we have, you know, chamomile and valerian root and, and lemon myrtle and lavender and, and things like that, that, you know, promote sleep or whether it's in our sympathy, uh, for our pain tea, there you know the synergistic 
components and ingredients just in, in the tea themselves, so whether that's you know ginger or turmeric or or, or black pepper. Um, those are things that promote um, their anti-inflammatory properties. So, um, and then the science side on the cannabis is is working with scientists to um, you know work with the cannabis oil to then uh, put it in such a form that it could uh, that we could actually combine it with the tea and make it water soluble. So we actually have a have a tea that, that, you know, our big goal was to make, make sure we could mask both the smell and taste of cannabis. Um, and we've managed to do that over, you know, our R&D process. So we so, think they taste pretty yummy. And yeah. uh, <laughs> I, think you've, I think you've sampled them, so you, you probably know for yourself. I have. And, and what I want, I mean, I know how they make me feel. I haven't tried the sensuality. I'll let you know on that one. <laughs> we, we, we hear it's a marriage saver. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe I was too late on that. But it, yeah. it'll keep what, what's going on now great. Um, so... In terms of how you feel, you were mentioning your friend who inspired you and Amanda, and she she never knew what she was going to get on how she felt. What what has been the was it sort of trial and error on how many milligrams of, you know, which part of cannabis you put in, or is, have you finally like figured out it's going to make you feel good for two hours, five hours, a day? Um, yeah, I mean, it was a lot of a lot of experimentation. <laughs> <laughs> sure. A lot of funny stories for sure. Um, and, uh, but, uh, you know, we're, we've got a, you know, lab and we've got scientists and, you know, we've got people that are, you know, professionals that know how, you know, to do this stuff. But, um, you know, it's, it's a very scientific process in terms of, you know, we, we really take this seriously. But at the end of the day, we're medicating and we're providing a, and a, you know, what we've set out to do with Kikoko is really help provide alternatives to um, pharmaceuticals and alcohol. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we take it seriously when we say, hey, this is gonna take, this is gonna help you sleep, or hey, this is gonna help your pain, or, you know, be anti-inflammatory. So, you know, it's, it, we take the science, you know, very, very seriously, and we've got a lot of rigor, you know, behind that. Mm -hmm. So when you first started distributing, how did, how did that go? I mean, I mean, I, I wanna talk about the cannabis market in a minute and how it's growing, but, in the beginning, how did you imagine distribution and then how did you actually execute it? Well, that's actually, that's a funny question because, um, Laura, I've got a funny answer to that question. When a man and I set out to do this, you know, four, four years ago, four and a half years ago, we actually went into dispensaries and shared our vision with the dispensary owners saying that we wanted to create, you know, a low-dose product, meaning something under 10 milligrams per serving and that we wanted to target women. And we actually were laughed out of the dispensaries because they really? thought that, that, yeah, that would never work and that we were going to be, um, you know, specific with the, um, with the conditions that we were treating. And um, they just didn't think there was a, lot, a market for low dose. And it's, I, what I love now is we're actually the leading selling beverage in the state of California. Wow. Um, yeah, and we're the only um, dry... Um, cannabis tea on the market currently that's that's um you know uh legal and compliant so i i get a kick out of that but um so how did you okay so a lot of times for entrepreneurs they go out and they test their idea and they get a lot of no's how did how did you say we don't care we're going to move forward what what was the impetus that made you say we're still going to do this you know we're big believers in research 
And, uh, you know, Amanda's a, a journalist, so she's, you know, that's what part of her, her, her job and what she does as a researcher and me being a serial entrepreneur, you know, I've had to, I've had to break through a lot of barriers and, and you just, you know, when you, this was, this was a concept that we just felt in our bones was just, we were right on target. We were right on the mark because we had talked to so many women. I mean, we probably interviewed, oh gosh, I mean, several hundred women or more. Uh-huh. And one of the things that we heard time and time again from women is that, you know, they were, and particularly as, you know, women get a little bit older and Amanda and I are now in our, in our fifties. Um, what we were hearing is that, you know, women are getting more reliant on, on pharmaceuticals and, and alcohol, but they don't, they don't like, they don't like it and they don't like the way it makes them feel. So if there was a more, uh, a natural, more plant-based um, way that they could medicate, you know, because they still need, you know, mother's little helper or they need help sleeping or whatever it is. But if they could, if they could ingest something, you know, that wasn't going to give them, you know, the ambient hangover or the wine hangover or the calories that they would, you know, they would be really predisposed to something like that. So in terms of, you know, even though we were laughed out of dispensaries early on, we knew based on our, you know, you know, multiple, multiple and exhaustive conversations with women that if we did create something uh, that they would buy it. So effectively we just said, okay, we're going to create a product for ourselves that we would love and buy. Mm -hmm. And we felt strongly enough and believed the research that we were doing that, uh, that women would follow. And, you know, fortunately that that's proved out to be right. But, you know, in terms of your question, not taking no for an answer, it's just, you know, it's really a man and I call it, you know, doing things the women's way. And um, we just really, yeah, and part of that is following your instinct. So we, we, we had a very strong instinct. We were early, certainly for the market and what we were doing, but, you know, we also felt strongly that we just, we kept to our, you know, stuck to our guns and, and, and followed our instincts that um, we had a really, you know, we have a really terrific opportunity. I love it. That's a whole theme of when I did my TEDx talk about the Masogi method, all about you have to first feel it in your bones. You have yeah. to just, you just have to know, regardless of what anyone else says, you just know. And I love that you just kept going forward and breaking through. And now, you know, you're basically number one. So I have a personal question because I'm also in my fifties. Um, which one of those would be good for someone going through menopause? Oh, I think, I think the sympathy would be really nice. Mm-hmm. The sympathy that, that for, um, for pain and anti-inflammatory, it just it's a, it just feels like a good massage. That's what we say on our on our label. It feels like a good massage. Mm-hmm. But we also, I mean, rule number five at Kikoko, we have we have six rules for doing business, and um, our rule number five is laugh a lot. <laughs> so mm-hmm. And you always do anyway. You always have such a great, fun, effervescent personality. <laughs> so, oh, well, thank you. You too. Takes one to know one. So. Uh, <laughs> I think, you know, having some sensuality or some positivity and just, you know, laughing your ass off is also good. Thing. I love it. What are the other rules? <laughs> oh, rule number one, I love it. It's, uh, well, I love all, my, all of our rules. Rule, rule number one is no assholes. <laughs> oh, I love that one. <laughs> yeah, well, we, we, we decided after we were mansplained to death, um, it's really interesting when you you know, uh, when people tell you things that you already know, but they don't ask you what you do know. And uh, so we, we have been mansplained quite a bit. And, um, 
And we just, and, 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 you know, there's just a lot of folks out there that we wouldn't do business with, both men and women. I don't want to just, I mean, we love men and I'm not trying to throw men under the bus and really stretch the imagination, but, um, you know, in order to, you know, it goes back to what we were just talking about, you know, following our instincts. And there's a lot of, there's a lot of naysayers out there, a lot of negative people and, you know, they just got to put, put them aside and, and put their biases aside and, you know, learn from them and, and maybe, you know, listen to things that do make sense. But we have a very strong rule. We, we haven't even, we, there are people we haven't even taken money from because we just felt like they, they fell into the uh, no asshole category. And um, it's been a really great rule for us to do business. I, I'm going to adopt that one. <laughs> yes. Good. They're actually on our website. So if you go to uh, Kikoko, um, you'll see the, the rules on our website. And, and for, uh, for our listeners, that's K-I-K-O-K-O. Kikoko.com. Kikoko.com. So what's rule number two? Uh, equality for women. And, and not that we don't want equality for all, but I think, and I'm sure you probably have fallen into this in your career. I've experienced being paid, you know, 74 cents on the dollar mm -hmm. to men when I was doing an equal or, 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 or bigger job than them. And, you know, that just pisses us off. And a man and I have fought our entire lives for equal rights for women. Um, and um, we just believe very strongly in that. So we're female owned, we're female led. Um, the majority of our, um, I would say probably three quarters of our the folks that work at Kikoko are women, and we just love it. It's just a fantastic culture to, and we were, you know, everybody's just kicking ass here. And um, I love that, Jen, because in so many, what I found in my different careers, TV, investment banking, you know, a lot of strategic consulting, that women don't help women. And I always remember saying it started when I was in TV at CBS in New York. I said women are just mean to each other. I am not going to do that. So I think you're, you're a bit of a rarity, you and Amanda, because I don't feel like there's a, that good old girls network, like there is a good old boys network. Yeah, that, that's, and I hear that. And I've heard that, you know, I've heard that a lot. It just breaks my heart. Mm -hmm. I mean, we've got to support each other. And, and um, you know, one of the things that everybody he hears me say, and Amanda say quite a bit here, is that our job is to set you up for success. Mm -hmm. And if we're not setting you up for success, male, female, it doesn't matter your, you know, your, your gender or ethnicity or bias or whatever. It's just that our job is to set you up for success. And that, and that requires being a, you know, in a supportive environment. So, you know, that plays into our, you know, one of our rules, which is um, rule number four, which is generosity of spirit. Mm -hmm. And that generosity of spirit means, you know, sharing and caring and, lifting each other up and supporting each other. And, you know, if you're not doing that, then Kikoko is not the place for you. And um, we just, we won't stand for gossip. We're not going to stand for people not lifting, you know, one another up. And that's just, you know, again, that's another rule that we live by. And if people aren't, you know, practicing that inside Kikoko, then again, Kikoko is just not the right place for somebody. Mm -hmm. And what other rules? Are there one or two more? Uh, our third one is unrelenting quality quality and we just you know, we we spend more on ingredients and on packaging and you know we go echo wherever we can in terms of everything being environmentally friendly we pay probably four times more for our for our, our tea ingredients for example where we use whole leaf tea versus tea dust most teas use tea dust because it's cheap mm -hmm. um you can imagine it's kind of like sawdust that's the leftover stuff on the you know from from tea mm -hmm. and um yeah, so just unrelenting quality. 
I mean, and I think that's one of the reasons that Picoco is standing up out because you know we just are relentless on on our um, on our quality, and you know we'll, we will not release things if they're not up to our you know standard on quality. That's awesome. And, yeah, and then our like, I think I told about rule number four, which is generosity of spirit, and five, which is laugh a lot. You know, mm-hmm. things will go horribly wrong, and and uh, you know, at the end of the day, we all got a roof over our head, and we're all safe, and you know, we're not lacking for much um, here. You know, people at Kikoko. So you know, let's not take ourselves too seriously. Let's make sure we laugh. Um, just you know, keep a good sense of humor about things. Mm-hmm. And then our yeah, our rule number six is is make it let's make an impact. So we believe strongly in giving back and you know, um, pay it forward. I love it. Well, you've done that with other um, entrepreneurial ventures, like the what you do in the Congo. You want to talk about that? Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. I love getting that question and being asked about about our work in the Congo. We have an organization called Cynthia Sisters. That's C-Y-N-T-H-I-A-S and then sisters, uh, CynthiaSisters.org. And we send young Congolese women to law school in the Congo. Which is unbelievable. I mean, isn't that one of the most violent places in the world? It is the worst place on world in the world to be a woman. They've used um, rape as a weapon of war, and millions of women have been raped and brutalized. And uh, we, um, Amanda, um, has gone on a couple humanitarian trips to the Congo and have just has seen the, you know, the atrocities firsthand. And um, this is about almost six years ago. Um, after she'd gotten back from a trip from the Congo, just learning about some of her experiences there, you know, I just, I just said, we just, we can't not do something. And so um, we activated around this idea. We wanted to really take a systemic approach to change and, uh, you know, rather than just kind of, you know, dropping in some relief or sort of a band-aid approach where this was going to be long-term systemic change. Um, and the idea being that if you educate a young woman to become a lawyer, you know, she'll become, you know, hopefully they'll become the future leaders of the country and the future advocates and teachers and judges and, you know, activists in their community. So we're, we're uh, very dedicated to that program. We collaborate with, a, with ABA ROLI, which stands for American Bar Association Rule of Law Initiative. Mm-hmm. And there are, you know, there's, there are, quote unquote, are our boots on the ground. So they, they find and administer the program for us and then we're the fundraising arm. But that, um, and that's, you know, Amanda and I, Amanda and I have been life, you know, we've been friends for about 25 years, but we founded Cynthia's Sisters, I guess I'd say almost six years ago. So we knew we could work together and, um, you know, we knew we had um, a similar approach to just life and, and um, how, how to show up in the world and, and so when this uh, opportunity came around with cannabis, um, we just couldn't, we couldn't help her. We couldn't resist. Yeah, you say, let's join forces, forces again. You know, um, I love that. That's such a great, um, honorable, noble, wonderful thing to do for these young women. I love that. Um, but, and back to Kokoko, I was just reading a statistic that the U.S. legal cannabis market is projected to triple by 2025 to $25 billion. Where do you see Kokoko fitting into that mix? Is it going to be tea? Is it going to be other products? 
Um, we, we, what we talk about now, we talk about Kikoko is we, we launched with the tea a year and a half ago and that if we could do tea, we felt like we could do anything and that we would have a platform to launch other products. So the tea is just the start for us. And, um, we're launching new products next month. We've got a honey shot coming out. So we're doing honey products with honey. Oh, nice. Um, we'll be doing tinctures. We'll be doing pre-rolls. We'll be doing a, a ready to drink. And so in terms of how we fit into that, that bazillion dollar landscape, I mean, we really hope to be, um, you know, a leading health and wellness company focused on um, products for women. I mean, obviously we'd love the, for, for men to, to enjoy our products as well, but you know, the market um, is just really low, is really lacking on products that are focused on, um, on women. Mm -hmm. So we, we hope to play a big role. Well, I wish you such luck on that. And when it comes to expanding, we, you and I both know, me having been an investment banker, you having a lot of business and startup background, raising money. How has that been going? And where do you see that going as you expand product, your product line? Um, we, um, well, it's um, money, you know, you need money to fuel an operation like this. There's no question about it. So we're uh, we're very fortunate that we have a wonderful network of, of investors and very supportive group of investors. Um, we'll be raising a Series A round, uh, which we're preparing for now. Um, so that will hopefully close at some point in you know Q1 of next year. But um, we have a very ambitious roadmap and we have a very deep innovation uh, product development pipeline. And we feel like you know this is a very unique opportunity in time and in this particular industry, and that we need to run really quickly to to get these products developed. So in terms of you know expanding on that product line, it you know it takes capital. So mm -hmm. we need to have good partnerships with those folks that have um, you know access to that kind of capital that we're looking for. Especially those that aren't assholes. <laughs> and no assholes. So, you know, you can cut a lot of them out already. <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> so, Jen, what advice, I love that, you know, you and Amanda, female entrepreneurs, women-owned company, you guys will be up for lots of awards just for that alone. Um, what advice do you have for other women, female entrepreneurs out there? Go for it. <laughs> but, you know, make sure you're doing it for the right reasons. I mean, it has to be one of these things that just keeps you up at night and that you just can't keep yourself from, from doing it or thinking about it. I, I, I used to do um, coaching and leadership development um, for a period of time. And um, I, was, I was working with, uh, I, I was using my coaching skills just a couple weeks ago with somebody that has a, has a new um, a concept that she's bringing to life. And anyway, one thing led to another, I, I offered to spend a little bit of time with her to, to review her idea. And, and it was really interesting. She had a phenomenal idea and um, she was, uh, you know, she'd received a lot of coaching, mostly from men. And she just had this very kind of vanilla approach to telling her story. Mm -hmm. But this is a, and she's a super engaging young woman and she has a phenomenal story to tell. And, you know, we, we did some exercises and I said, I said to her, I said, what do you, you know, tell me what you're mad about. I mean, what do you, what, what are you mad about with this idea? What, what is keeping you up at night? Why do you have to do this idea? I and mean, get, 
get kind of angry about, because our idea was around uh, people of color not being recognized in the world and creating a platform for that. It's a much longer story than that. But, and I just wanted to see why she was fired up about that. So I talk a lot about feeling the fire in your belly, you know, make sure you, you feel that fire in your belly and really understand why you're doing something. And a great book for folks to read if they haven't read it is, is Simon's next book um, called Why. Uh-huh. And I would really encourage, you know, uh, anybody starting a company to think about why you're doing it and make sure that that why comes through, that your passion comes through, um, and that you, you know, that, that it, you're going to do, you, you're, you're just going to do whatever it takes to get that idea off the ground. And um, it was really interesting to see the way this young woman really came to life after just, you know, giving her permission to really just get in her soapbox and you know, tell yeah. people why you're passionate about it. <laughs> and I'm sure you've seen it being an investment banking. I mean, what would you typically say to people? Well, it's funny because I, I would always look at the numbers, you know, and the projections. And a lot of times when companies come in and pitch for money, um, they will say, well, we're the only ones that do it or we're the best and no one else is going to be like us. And I think be a little more realistic is what I used to say when I was a banker. Be a little more realistic about your market. There are competitors. You are mm-hmm. just like you said, you know, you guys found a way to be unique, but of course there are other, you know, tea companies, but you guys are like focused on women. Like you, you just narrowed in and kept narrowing and narrowing in. But you know, what, what do you say to someone? Cause you've had other ventures that you've decided not to go with. So like when, when is the right time for an entrepreneur to say, this is not the way to go, even if they have their fire in the belly in the beginning. Yeah, it was interesting because I got to the point where I was parallel processing with both concepts, with both company ideas. This this idea that you know has come to fruition that, that you know the man and I created with Kikoko, and then I was working on another idea, and it just became clear to me within six months that there was just a much bigger industry opportunity and very little. Um, not not as much well i mean there's a lot of education that goes involved with that's involved with what we're doing but you know, it was just momentum with with cannabis and with this other concept mm-hmm. i was working on there wasn't necessarily the momentum behind it and momentum is one of the the, the biggest assets that a entrepreneur can utilize or, or or for a company and um we're just in this unique position you know that we've got such tremendous momentum you know within within the company um, but also within the industry. And I think, you know, that really informed me. It's like, okay, this is, you know, as much as I love this other concept and I still think there's a place for it in the world, I would love to someday, you know, uh, see it happen. I just needed to be realistic. If, you know, at the end of the day, you need to put food on the table. I didn't have unlimited, you know, bandwidth in terms of exploring. Um, I just didn't have that flexibility in, in terms of exploring different ideas to get off the ground. So, you know, at some point you've got to be realistic. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I just, I was realistic and, you know, I had a great, I, I have a great partner, you know, in Amanda and, you know, that made a, that makes a big difference. Um, you know, where we, where we have a, you know, very complementary skill sets. So, you know, in terms of, our path to success or, or you know, the, the pathway was there uh, for us, you know, teaming up together on this. Um, so there was a lot of different factors that, that kind of coalesced together to, um, uh, you know, really kind of narrow the choices and say, okay, this, this is the idea that, that can, we felt um, really had a chance. 
Yeah, I love it. So, so people can go, can they order directly from your website or do they have to go into a dispensary? How, how can people listening now who are interested, let's say, order the teas? Um, yes, currently they can go into dispensaries. We're, um, you know, we're, we're in almost 300 dispensaries now. Um, the best way to find us is to go to our website and then you can put in, you know, where to find, put your zip code in. Um, there's also a number of delivery services that deliver our product, you know, to your door. And we are launching a direct consumer program next month. Okay. Um, and uh, that won't have, you know, full statewide penetration uh, out the gate, but we'll be um, adding, you know, various cities, you know, we'll be adding various cities um, each month. And, you know, eventually we hope to have full state penetration with the direct consumer. And then can you move into other states? And what about Canada? I mean, it's pretty prevalent in Canada. Um, we have to do it. You can't ship cannabis across state lines because it's still federally illegal. But mm -hmm. what we can do is um, set up partnerships and licensing agreements in other states. So we would have a, you know, a Kikoko, um, Colorado or a Kikoko, you know, Massachusetts or whatever, wherever it's legal or a Kikoko, Canada. So we're actually in some pretty robust discussions with some uh, different um, partners that would, you know, whether it's in Canada or different regions across the United States, um, where we can, we would work most likely with a partner to expand our program mm -hmm. for in our products. Well, I am so proud of you. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I just love what you guys are doing. And I love your high tea parties that, along with your rule of having some fun and how you, how you do these amazing. So anyone listening who's interest, more interested in learning more about Kikoko and Jen and Amanda, go to kikoko.com and you'll really have some fun on the site too. There's, when you look at uh, Jen and Amanda's bios, they're pretty cute and fun and and you can tell you guys are serious but you also know how to be lighthearted, and I think that's a really good balance for successful entrepreneurs we do too thank you for recognizing that and thank yeah. you for your time today I appreciate it this is a lot of fun yeah. I love what you're doing well thanks for being on the Masogi Method Jen and I look forward to seeing you soon all right hey thank you so much Jody take it easy Charlie loves cherry, so he fills his froster with wild cherry, cherry cola, and tops it off with cherry limeade. It's the cherry on Charlie's day. Mix the polar pop or froster that works for you. Just 79 cents each at Circle K. Limited time only at participating locations. Charlie loves cherry, so he fills his froster with wild cherry, cherry cola, and tops it off with cherry limeade. It's the cherry on Charlie's day. Mix the polar pop or froster that works for you. Just 79 cents each at Circle K. Limited time only at participating locations.